Sorry, you know what, Paul? We're just, we're just, stop. We're not going to do an intro. Just cut it off. Just stop it. Sorry, Gary. Uh, I, I've got Gary on the phone here. This is, this is Larry Woodstone for Wood Enthusiasts, and I've got Gary Gilbert on the phone here. Yep. Um, we are, uh, we're very upset. I, I'm very upset. I'm just kind of, I'm shaking here, Gary. Well, it's a big week for us, and he has to go ruin it once again because this is the legalization of pots this week, and you can't let me enjoy it. I, uh, you know, this is, and this is, this is why I'm so frustrated. I mean, we're mm-hmm. we're finally on the precipice of getting to some good information here and having some good conversations, and and you know, we've got hundreds of thousands of listeners, and we're really opening up forums, uh, and all of a sudden, um, you know, I don't even want to advertise this, but I'm going to say it, Mister Clutterbuck snuck in, snuck onto our you know, podcast channel, and he posted something. He posted his own podcast. Mm. Gary. Mr. Buttercakes, eh? That's what I call him. Well, Mr. Buttercakes. Mr. Buttercakes. That's an, that sounds like an insult, Gary. Yeah, well, Gary, it, it is. Sounds, Gary, 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 it sounds like it's a bit of an insult. Yeah, well, he deserves it. Mr. He doesn't know which side of the tree has a root system. You call Mr. Clutterbox that's... Mr. Buttercakes. That, and yeah. you, that's an insult. Mm. And you're... And, Here's what's frustrating, Gary. He didn't even, you know, me and me and Glenn go back years and 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 years. And he didn't even call me to say, "Hey, Larry, you know, hey, Larry, I'm just wondering if I can just, you know, if we can do something, if we can talk about this." He didn't call me to do that, Gary. It's typical of Glenn. I knew this would happen. I told you. Well, Gary, you warned me, and I've got to be honest, Gary. I've got to be honest. You warned me, Gary. Yeah, I did. You warned me about all this, Gary. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. You know. We were a little bit unsure about who the donor was, and I'm starting to have my suspicions of, you know, we've got a wonderful family. You know, the Clutterbuck Industries family have been incredibly supportive of Gary, you specifically, because uh, I know I know Glenn's father uh, absolutely adores the level of wisdom that you offer, that you bring to the table. He's a great man. I and, really appreciate it. And he said to me a number of times, you know, Glenn's not going to make it without you, Larry. You know, he looked at me square in the eye. He looked at the blacks of my eyes, Gary. He looked at me straight in the blacks wow. of my eyes. He looked at me in the blacks of my eyes, and he said, "He said, you know, you know, Larry Woodstone, you're 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 the one that's going to make it. You know, you and Gary. He must have learned training. Well, he learned he went he, to training camp. He learned a lot of different things about training, and he knows he knows uh, success when he sees it, Gary. And you and me have had a, a raging success, raging success. And and you, here, here's what here's what concerns me. He, well, Gary, you know that I've quit my job. You know, I've quit my job and I've gone, I've gone, you know, I've gone full time with Enthusiast Community and, you know, my podcast and the webisodes and some of that stuff, Gary. Um, Uh And what concerns me is he's kind of, he's trying to take some of our sponsors and we have, we have sponsors clamoring. I mean, Gary, the words you use, you always say the words clamoring. You say they're clamoring, aren't they, Larry? That's what you say. Clawing and clamoring. Yeah, Gary always says they're clamoring. And, And all of a sudden Glenn gets on here and he sneaks on his own podcast. He sneaks on his own podcast. And what concerns me is the level of production is really high. So I feel like he's got a team behind him, Gary. It sounds familiar to ours. I'm not going to say anything, but as I was sitting there, I was kind of boiling about uh, something that would really disappoint me uh, because I have treated this man very nicely. Oh, my goodness. Gary, Gary, what are you suggesting? I don't, I'm, I, I don't think I'm following here, Gary. Well, I don't want to say anything just in case it will burn uh, the bridges, but Larry, I, I ask you to listen back and just listen to how the sounding sound. You know, it's, you know, it's funny that you said this, Gary, because I I listened to that. Uh, you know, Mr. Clutterbuck says that he had Reverend Josh Friend on there doing some poetry and and kind of doing some other stuff. And I no, and I said I know Reverend Josh Friend, and that's not him. Well, that's I exactly it, Gary. That's exactly it, Mr. Gilbert. So I said, 
I said, some about this doesn't sound right. And you know that, Gary, because I texted you. I texted you the text and it said, it said, you know, dear Mr. Gilbert, some about this doesn't sound right. Didn't I? Right after you released it. And you know what makes me very upset? In your words, it makes me want to shave the backside of a skunk. Sometimes I say squirrel, but a skunk's dangerous because of its odors. I will not. I will never. You're never going to. Ever. Never. Never. Not by the sounds of it. I'm going to apologize to Mr. Buttercakes. Oh, my goodness. If he thinks I'm going to do that, he, he can go jump in a pond and stay under. You know, that's interesting, Gary, because in that episode, he was, you know, he's kind of suggesting that you need to apologize. And I said, you know, I, you know, I called, I called some, you know, I called Lisa, I called Stephanie, I called Paul and some of the other people on the production team. And I said, you know, what exactly, <laughs> you know, what exactly is Gary supposed to be apologizing about? You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite sure I understand that because Gary, as far as I've known you and you've offered me a lot of wisdom and have lo- and you know, you're kind of, you stand firm, firm on your foundation and you know, you might disagree well, with, you. you might disagree with people, but that's, that's not, a, that's not a matter of apology, you know? You know. No, uh, if anything, he needs to apologize to us for calling himself a wood enthusiast. And this, and mm-hmm. this, this is Gary. Hold on, I, you're treading on some very thin ice here, because this is where you and me are starting to be sticklers. And right now, right now, we need to be on the same team. So let's let's just let's carve this bone into a different direction here, okay? And here's what I want to say, Gary. There is an apology that's needed, okay? Mm. And the apology needs to come from Glenn. And let me tell you why, Gary. I called uh, okay. I called Reverend Friend. Uh, and he was very upset. He was very upset because he he ultimately denied. You know, he said he said, you know, he said Larry Woodstone. I would never do that to you guys, Larry Woodstone. You're the wood enthusiast. I would never do that to you. You know, I would never do that to you guys. I would never do that to you and Gary. That's what Larry, that's what he's, that's what just a friend said. He's upstanding. Well, here's here's where it gets dangerous, Mister Friend. Um, he's been impersonated. You know, and he's really upset about it. He's called his legal team. Good. He's called some members of his legal team, and, and, and they're, they're discussing on what, what the next steps are. And, and i got to tell you, they're pretty upsetting. They're Did pretty he call up- Jack? He didn't. You know, Jack, his father, Jack, is, is, is very upset. He's very upset, Gary. And this isn't something we want to talk about because Jack's very upset. Um, yeah, but, I would think so. But part of, the issue, part of the issue here is, Gary, that, you know, Reverend Josh Friend, you know, he's got a title. You know, his, his title is Reverend, and, and that poem that he used about asp, you know, it's very close to an inappropriate swear word, asp. You know, if you don't hear the P, if you don't hear that P, Mr. Gilbert, it's very inappropriate, and he wouldn't do something like that. And you know that. You know that about Mr. Friend, Mr. Gilbert. Unless he's reading from the King James. Well, unless he's reading from the KJV, that's right. That's right. That's right. And that's the only, but that's the only time. That, that was, he was just, that was just a poem about a tree. So that's inappropriate. That's right. So we've been we've had some discussion. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna try to get Josh, um, Mr. Josh Friend, on here after I finish the conversation with you. I'm gonna see if he can have a two second chat um, about this because because I know for one he's very upset. Okay. Well, we all we all are, and uh, it's very upsetting. It's very upsetting, Mr. Gilbert. Mm-hmm. There's a few other things that we need to discuss. Okay, so we need to discuss going forward. Um, I know that you've said to me in private, and, I, and I've said to you many times, it'd be nice to have Glenn with us, uh, and largely because it'd be nice to have the, the you know the Clutterbuck Industries backing us. And part of the reason they want to support us is because we kind of guide Glenn. You know, we kind of give him direction. And I think Gary, I think Gary, with with your kind of your your deep deep levels. I mean, you've you drive a Buick Enclave, so yeah. with, with your deep levels of wisdom, 
I think mm-hmm. you're the right person to kind of guide someone like this. Aren't you, Gary? Well, and I also really like maple trees. So I think we can uh, do some maple syrup come the new, new new season. And you know what? I think that'd be great. We can maybe even invite Glenn to do that. But it's important for us to kind of get him back on board. So that's that's my first level, kind of my first agenda item, um, Mr. Jobert. But there's something there's something else here, and I, I'm actually scared to say it. But but I want to go to commercial break because I want to talk to you offline here uh, about what's what's about to come down the pipe, and I think sure. it's really important, and it's it's actually a little bit surprising. So let's just go to commercial break. Just give us one second. We'll be right back. I gave up the waiting, and something emerged from the silence of wood. L.W. Lindquist. Waiting. Thank you for coming back to us. We really appreciate it on our 16th episode. And it's inadvertently 16 episodes, uh, Gary, because uh, 15 was stolen from us. You know. That's uh, putting it mildly. And what you shared with me on the break there, that's un. Yeah, we're, okay. and we're we're going to talk about that in a second here, Gary. I just want to get you on board first, but um, normally, you know, we would celebrate every episode. And as as I told as I told you in private, um, we've been mm-hmm. talking to Paul. He's unable to delete the fifteenth episode, which which kind of Glenn threw up on his own the, the new branching out episode, and that's that was upsetting to all of us. Why can't he delete it? Can't he just throw the computer out? Well, why don't you talk it? to Paul about that, Mister Gilbert? He's a technical mm-hmm. guy. Well, I have a question about Paul, but that's that's later, okay? Well, let's talk about that off here too, Mr. Gilbert. Okay. So here's here's the conversation. You'll notice, and and, and I'm hoping these people, <laughs> I'm hoping they skip right past episode 15, Gary, because it's ridiculous. It's truly ridiculous. The music is wonderful. He actually has wonderful music on there. I don't know how he did it. Um, he's, he probably paid a pretty penny for some of those tunes. Um, but he mentions that he was in Italy. Okay. Right, right. And you'll notice that in episode 14, you and me discussed that, you know, we had a friend tell us that he was in Italy. Well, Picasso was also in Italy. That's right. That's a Picasso. So here, here's here's the issue. And I just told you this on break, so I know you know this, but I'm, I'm going to tell the, the, the audience now. Um, a good friend of mine who originally showed me the picture of Mr. Clutterbucks in Italy, he called me back. Um, and I wanted to tell Gary this ahead of time because I, I didn't want to betray any trust. Um, I appreciate it. But that, that gentleman, who, I, who I'm going to allow to remain anonymous, is very good friends with Mr. Mr. Clutterbuck and myself. And due to some of my fame and some of my notoriety and kind of some of our celebrity, Gary, and kind of how, you know, you know we're, we're kind of getting kind of big in the, in the world of, you know, visual arts and, and sitcoms and all that kind of thing, and along with podcasts, obviously. Um, of course. He called me and he said he, he needs to tell me the truth. And what happened was he uh, he was called he was contacted by Glenn Clutterbucks and said, "Hey, why don't you show you know you know why don't you show um, Larry Woodstone this account that has pictures of me in Italy?" Mm. The the facts are I don't believe those are real pictures, uh, and I'm going to post. Uh, actually, Gary, I'm going to ask you to post one because uh, you don't do a lot of twittering lately. I'm going to ask you to post this picture tomorrow um, okay. about one of one of Glenn's pictures in Italy because here's where it gets heavy. I believe that he was in jail. I don't believe he was even in Italy, Mr. Clutterbuck. Mr. Clutterbuck wasn't even in Italy. I believe he in was the in Great jail. Paris jail. I believe he was in. I believe he was in jail um, near Penetanguishene. Um, just oh, in Penetanguishene jail. Yeah, and the reason I believe that is because he had made a threat earlier on in one of our episodes about uh, renting out a water plane 
and dumping water on his neighbor's on his neighbor's trees, Jorge, you know, on Jorge's trees. Uh, and I know for a fact that he did that. And I know I know for a fact that he did do that. I know for a fact that he took his water plane course and and he dumped that water. And then all of a what sudden, a and then all of a sudden we had ghosting and it was, you know, two months later that he didn't reveal himself, you know, he's on the run. He's on the run. So my, my understanding, uh, one of two things, Gary, and you're exactly right. He could be on the run, but my understanding is my personal belief is that I, th- I believe he spent a little time in jail. Well, why I say this is he actually will have a place to live and get food. That's why he did that. Well, that, that could that could be why he's doing it. He also did it a little bit of rage. He was a little bit angry at Jorge for not watering his adult trees. Yep. I mean, this is a bunch of nonsense. And I and I've told Glenn to his face. I told him on national television when I when we're when we're filming our episodes. I said this is a bunch of nonsense. You know, That's but right. but we love Glenn and we love what he does and we love what he brings to the table in terms of family finance finances and such. So, well, did you know that Nikola Tesla actually uh, was behind the wireless uh, systems that we now have today? That, and BlackBerry. Some people. Some people. Some people say that. Some people say that some of his science led to the BlackBerry. That's right. And that you have a BlackBerry and you can Bluetooth right to your bioconclave. Sometimes, sometimes we're in your car and you just you just click some buttons and push the blue lines over and it's Bluetooth in your bioconclave goes right to your BlackBerry. That's right. A Swedish guy invented that. A, a, a Swedish guy, Hans. Probably yes. that was probably his name. That's correct. So Gary, I do. I'm just going to cut this short because I, I just want to tell the audience. Well, I appreciate you calling me. I don't even know where to stand. I don't know what to do. And that's the truth. That's the true honest. I want to have that episode I, deleted, and I'm just going to call Mr. Friend, and I'm going to get verbal proof on this line. That wasn't him. Well, don't we just – all we have to do is get the computer that he recorded it on and, and throw it at the computer. No, and that doesn't – get rid of the no, whatever it is on, online. No, the files are on the internet. They're in the clouds. The files are on – So we'll get – the files are on the clouds, Gary. Right. So, uh, won't throwing out the computer get rid of the clouds? No. The fire. The all the files are on the internet. They're on the clouds. They're on the iTunes clouds. You can't get rid of them, Gary. Okay. That's what Paul says. Paul says you can't get rid of them. And I think Paul's well, an idiot, but you're the one that hired him, so we're just. When it rains, clouds leave. So let's hope it rains. Gary, you're starting to sound like the idiot. Gary. Okay. Alrighty. Um, well, thank you for calling me, Gary, you got to get your, you got to start sorting yourself out. You're doing emails every other Tuesday. You should know that this internet stuff's not in a physical cloud. It's in the clouds. It's in the iTunes clouds. It's Apple iPods. That's what it is, Gary. Uh, Okay. It's on the database uh, in the internet. It's on the database inside the internet. You got to sort this stuff out, Gary. For a reason. Oh, Gary, 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 don't concern yourself, but don't start talking about it on the internet. Everybody can hear you talking like a bum. My goodness, Gary. We're trying to talk about Glenn starting his own branching out podcast, and you're bringing up friggin' throwing out computers. I'm already flustered, Gary. I'm already flustered enough, Gary. Okay, I'm sorry. I will Twitter it later, and I will um, add one of those... uh, pound signs on it well i'm gonna talk later. i'm gonna talk to mr clutterbox i'm gonna give him a call i'm gonna call him directly gary and i'm gonna call mr friend after this see if i can get him on this podcast and and uh and see if we can and sort this out and see if he was that person on his podcast because i don't believe he was 
I don't believe it was Gary. Are, are you on the Twitter account? Of course, Gary. I run the Twitter account, Gary. So if I want to pound Larry Woodstone, how do I... I'm just going to try to get, there's a private, I'm just going to try to see if I can contact Mr. Friend. Um, oh, there's a call coming in here. Actually, it's a private message call here. Just a minute. Uh, hello, Larry Woodstone. Hey, Larry, it is you. Oh Larry. my, oh my goodness. Hey. Glenn, I'm actually, I'm actually recording right now an episode. Um, this is not probably that the time, not the time to talk to me, Glenn. You know, well, you know what, anytime. No, we're. Um, Glenn, we're pretty disappointed. I haven't spoken to you in months. And all of a sudden, you're just going to call me tonight on a random night after something else happened? What are you talking about? Glenn, I'm really disappointed. This is a friendship that we've been working on for years, Glenn. And you're going to do this. And this is very disappointing. And you know better than this, Glenn. This branching out bull bull slap. You know, I had to... That's a slap in the mouth. I had to put my emotions... I had to let it no, out there. I had to branch out. Mr. Clutterbucks. Mr. Clutterbucks. Come, Mr. Clutterbucks, I've, I've had nothing but your back, and I've supported you through some of this nonsense. And you're well, you gonna know what? I've been trying to be good friends with Gary. Oh, don't you even. Don't you even. To me, <gasps> I try to be good friends Mr. with him. Mr. Clutterbucks. He, he just says, he says mean things all the time. <gasps> Mr. Clutterbucks. Don't you. And he doesn't understand me. Mr. Clutterbox, do not bring his name into this. That is extremely inappropriate. Mr. Gilbert is nothing but wise. He's been nothing but kind to you. And I've listened to every single episode, and he's been nothing but kind. And this is ridiculous. You're going to come and you're going to come and do this to our backsides, and you're going to release episodes on our channels, and that's inappropriate. And you know that. Well, you, you do you think it's kind if someone says that I'm not actually a wood enthusiast? Well, I don't Mr. think that's very kind. Well, Mr. Clutterbuck, I think, want, I think he would rather if I just left the community altogether. I think that's what he Mr. wants. That's not very kind. Mr. Clutterbucks, he's doing nothing but trying to speak truth. When all you try to talk about is water, I don't hear you talking about wood grains. I haven't even heard you tell me your favorite type of woods. And all you want to do is talk about hydration. I really, I really like you know hydrated wood. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. Mr. You know what? I'm just, I'm done with this conversation. And frankly, and I don't even want to say this, but the next conversation might be with our lawyers. Well, you know what? I don't think I don't think you have any legal standing because I got those passwords right from my dad. Well, so guess can... guess who's guess who's paying for the lawyers, Mr. Clutterbuck? No. Guess who's paying for the lawyers, Mr. Clutterbuck? Goodbye. Clutterbuck Industries, the driest lumber in southwestern Ontario. Hi, this is Larry Woodstone. And um, I just wanted to say that I got off the phone with a uh, Reverend Friend. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to have him on the episode. I just wanted to have a conversation. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. Friend isn't willing to do that right now because there are some probably legal proceedings that are going to happen. And um, his lawyers have suggested not talking publicly uh, about kind of the, you know, the public impersonation of his character. Um, rest assured, uh, Mr. Friend wanted me to say that he is part, he is part of our team, and he's very supportive of the wood enthusiasts, and he's excited to to continue to be a part of this program and this program alone, uh, or or other programs that he goes on voluntarily. Um, but he did want to pass along a poem, something that uh, I was <laughs> I was really shocked and really blessed that he had sent along because it was a poem that I actually wrote myself. 
Uh, and this is a poem by Larry Woodstone. And he, he spent a few mo- moments the other day just recording this, uh, recording this using his voice and some of his techniques and some of his talents. And he sent it along um, just kind of a way of saying, I'm, I'm with you. I support you. Uh, you have my voice. And, and you know, you have my heart. And I believe that's what Mr. Friend is saying. So please have a listen as you as you uh, kind of embrace embrace what's happening here uh, with the wood enthusiast community. Um, and we're uh, just for clarity, uh, we are not branching out. We are we are continuing to to branch together, you know, to to spring strong from the roots of hope into the trunk of eternity uh, with truth and love and grace and so on and so forth. Uh, and that's something you know Gary always says. Uh, and I, you know, I don't say it as elo- obviously I don't say it as eloquently as he does. But, but thank you for listening. And sorry for some of the harsh episodes, but we wanted to clear some things up. We had to get some things straightened out. And uh, I, you know, we had a bit of a brief conversation here with Mr. Clutterbuck himself, who called, uh, who actually called right during this recording, which is kind of a rare, rare event. Um, but uh, there are some things that need to be said, and there are some things that were difficult to say there. And we're we're hopefully going to get back on board and get Glenn back on board with us, and and maybe maybe mend some broken fences. And maybe heal some, heal some wounds, some festering, you know, some festering wounds that are cut open and festering with pus. And maybe we can heal some of those wounds. And so we will look forward to that. So until our next episode, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, you know, it's hard as a wood enthusiast, you know, kind of non-official president to, to have an episode where we don't even discuss wood. And that's what I'm hoping that Mr. Friend's um, uh, poem here that I wrote, uh, I, I hope that kind of brings that back full circle. So I'm going to exit with a poem by Larry Woodstone called The Glorious Tree. And there stood this most glorious tree that grew from its birth to the smallest of seeds. From sprout to seedling and to sapling it grew until bark held it strong when the wind fiercely blew. The taller it got, the stronger it stood above bushes, hedges, and other plants in the woods. It stretched out its arms into wondrous space. It reached up to the stars as leaves covered its face. As decades flew by, it grew ever so grand, its roots deeply buried deep into the sand. From the wet of the spring to the driest of summers, it grew endlessly through autumn and winter. But then one day, as life promises true, the growing did cease, and strength it withdrew. Its leaves failed to return when the spring shone its face, and the bark's loss in winter simply failed to replace. Then straight as an arrow, strong and bold, began to bend over and wither in cold. When the strongest of foes The wind blasted its most. It gave up under pressure and bent past its post. Off came its branches and off flew its pride. 
down came in stronghold to prepare it to die. A crack and a twist, mortal wounds to its core, it fell like a whisper, but fought with a roar. Roots sprang from their deep and shot up to the sky, and the roles were reversed as the trunk fell from high. And there, in one blast, it fell to the floor. That mighty tree would stand toward heaven no more. But there, in that moment, a tiny seed fell from the last of its branches, new life to tell. And into the ground, it found its way deep, only to grow from sapling to tree. The Glorious Tree by Larry Woodstone